meeting is being recorded. Damn. <laughs> that scares me every single time. Yeah, me too. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Donami, if you didn't know. And this is my friend, John. I'm going to let him introduce himself real quick. Hi, I'm John. I'm some guy off TikTok. Yeah, some guy on TikTok. But uh, the stuff he posts um, kind of goes a lot with what this episode is going to be about. Um, so basically he's a single dad who's like 26 ish. Correct. Yep. Yeah. And, um, posts a lot of things about like being a single dad, dating, getting back into dating, things like that. Um, divorce on his TikTok account. And so since this podcast is about, you know, a little bit about dating too, I was like, why don't we just collab and talk about it a little bit? Um, but he has a podcast too. So if you want to talk about yours real quick and talk about yourself a little bit, then we'll get into what this episode's about. Okay. Yeah. So the podcast is called Emotionally Unavailable. It's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I just ended the first season. Um, each episode was kind of little... I guess things I've learned through my divorce or little learned growing up um, that affected me and made me the person I am today. As far as what I do, who I am, um, like I said, some guy off TikTok, uh, I accidentally made a TikTok back in January last year. Well, January 2022, um, it blew up and I've just been kind of riding that wave ever since. Just keep making single dad stuff, parenting stuff, divorce stuff, a little bit of everything. It's kind of been popping off lately, too. I don't know if it's the thirst traps or what, but something's getting them. <laughs> I, I think it's the thirst traps. They yeah. do a little bit better. <laughs> See, I try to do that, and then I'll I'll record, like, a few drafts one day whenever I'm feeling like I look real good, and then I'll forget to post them, and then the audio isn't even trending anymore. And so whenever I post it, it'll get, like, 20 likes, and I'm like, oh, I missed that. Well, I have mine down to a an art almost, like, I've researched this stuff so much over the past year. I literally have a specific time for each day of the week I post. And sometimes it, it really depends if it's trending or not to how well I do. I've also had a lot of them that weren't trending that actually popped off and did 10 times better than what I expected. Wait, so how do you know what times are best? Like I know how to on Instagram. Like I always post at like nine o'clock. Speaking of that. <laughs> It's nine o'clock. I'll do it later. Anyway. Um, but yeah, like, so I know what works best on my Instagram, but I don't even know how to access that stuff on TikTok. It started out with, um, I just posted a lot of videos, a lot. Like, so when it happened, I told myself, this is just a wave. It's just, just temporary, but I'm going to see how far it's going to go. I'm going to ride the wave and when it ends, it ends. Okay. Whatever it happened. It hasn't stopped. It's just kept going. And now I'm at the point like, okay, where do I jump off? Where does this wave end? <laughs> do you want it to? And, and um, so, yeah, so I just know, yes, no, it's, it's very stressful. So when I started this and I told myself that I promised myself I would make a video once a day. So posting it once a day, I got to know the time frame of when my videos were doing the best. With that being said, I also found out my niche, my group, um, just so happy to be single moms. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So after I made a few more videos, you know, knowing single moms were the niche group now, when's, when's the best time of day when single moms are on TikTok? 
they're putting their kids to bed. So like 9.30 at night is when I post my videos, East Coast time. Um, so <laughs> all my videos are posted at 9.30, between 9.20 and 9.30 every single night. For the exception of Friday and Saturday nights, what are people doing on Friday and Saturday nights? Football games, basketball games, bar hopping, whatever. So those nights I'll post at midnight or 12.30. And just that's the flow I've kept up with for the past year. And it just continues to grow and grow. And I'm, it's blown my mind completely. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I bet you literally just hit 60,000 followers on TikTok the other day, didn't you? Isn't it 60? Yeah, I think, I think right now I'm at 61.3, I think. Ooh, I think I'm yeah. a solid 3,000. That's by accident. My All well, of my posts are really, really dumb. Like, they, none of them go together. It'll be me just talking about something random or, like, one of those filters that'll be like, oh, which, like, cartoon parents do you have? <laughs> and, <laughs> those, and, yeah, I'm at 3,000 for some odd reason. <laughs> I think the oh, one man. I have that's went, like, viral was me listening to uh like it was just me sitting in my car like listening to the audio and it was one of this guy I don't remember what people said his name is but he just has like a really thick like hillbilly accent and it's like oh yeah if you grow up in a trailer park like you understand this shit and so it was just me listening to it it's the only one that's hit like 10,000 views at this and it's not even me oh, anything. I'm just listening to that guy talk <laughs> Yeah, it's like I get crapped on all the time. The guys at work love to give me, you know, crap for TikTok, being TikTok famous and blah, blah, blah. But they call it TikTok famous, by the way. Yeah. I'm like, guys, like, I, I don't know when you're considered famous, but I'm not there. <laughs> after that. Yet. So, yeah, I, I don't think I ever will be, but it's pretty cool. Well, I mean, only 40K more and you've only been doing it for like a year. Yeah. So January is going to hit a year. It's pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, okay. So your live videos that you do on TikTok, um, that's kind of, I guess, a good segue into what this episode is going to be about because some of the ones I've listened in on and like read comments on are hilarious. Like some, it's like really, really good questions, um, good advice and stuff as for like dating and divorce and, you know, especially all that while having a kid. Um, but the stuff you say back is like so funny to me because sometimes you'd be like, oh yeah, like I'm so far from dating. And you're like, well, I might like try it out. <laughs> and then you're like, well, <laughs> I don't think so. And so I feel like that's, that's something that's very relatable for someone who is going from a serious relationship or a marriage to trying to date again. And yeah, so if, if you want to talk about that a little bit. Okay, yeah. So the live videos get pretty crazy sometimes, out of hand sometimes maybe. And like you said, a pretty common thing I get is when I'm going to start dating again. Because remind you, I've, let's see, the divorce started in March of 2021 and it was finalized in January of 2022. So as soon as we separated and we filed, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm taking the time off. I'm going to focus on myself. And I've stuck to that. I haven't been on one single date. I haven't um, 
I mean, I flirted with people, of course, it's TikTok. I mean, but as far as romantically or messing around with anyone or anything like that, I have had zero interactions with anyone and I've kind of just stuck with it up until now. And I go back and forth a lot of when's the right time to start dating again. And that's one of the questions I ask a lot on the live videos and you get some pretty good responses. I actually just posted a story before we hopped on here and one of the very first uh, responses was, will you marry me? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and she was like, she messaged about me and she was like, maybe we should go on a date for her first on a date with me. And I'm like, uh, I don't think I'm ready yet. Like I go back and forth on it all the time. I don't know really when I'm going to start dating again. Yeah, I, whenever, so some backstory, um, I've only been on in one serious long-term relationship and it was from 17 to 22 and I'm 24 now and I'm still single <laughs> since then. I'm not going to say I haven't been on dates or haven't hung out with people and had like situationships. I hate calling them that, but you know, what else do you call them? But as in like a serious relationship, I haven't had one since then. And whenever it ended, I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm ready to date. Like right off the bat, basically it was like two or three months. I started going on dates And then after a few months of going on dates, I was like, oh, shit, that was definitely way too soon for me. Like, that's why they all keep failing. You know, I had no clue what like people would ask me what I wanted, like what I like to do for fun or what I'd want to go do. And I'm like, well, me and my ex used to do this or like, well, I didn't really do anything other than, you know, go hunting with my ex-boyfriend. Like I have no hobbies. And then that's how I realized. I didn't spend enough time with myself after that relationship to figure out who I was to even present that as an opportunity to someone, you know? So it's, it's definitely, some people just know right off the bat, I'm not ready. And some people, even if they're heartbroken, like I was, was just like, "Mm, okay, distraction time. Let me go ahead and move on so that I don't have to worry about the heartbreak. I know that's going to follow, which is inevitable. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's the most dangerous thing, too, when someone's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to jump back into this and, you know, jump onto the next relationship. The sooner I start talking to someone, the sooner I'm going to get over that last person. In reality, you're only pushing the feelings back and eventually you're going to have to deal with them, whether it's one person, two person, three people down the road. Eventually, it's all going to come back. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, because of the way I handled mine. I thought about, like, I would just randomly think about it, like, a year later, like, wait, did I mess up? Did I, like, should I have not ended that long-term relationship because of how badly all these other ones are going? And it makes you second guess, like, all of your decisions you've been making, when in reality, it's just, hey, like, date yourself, like, figure out who you are, and then you'll figure out, like, the type of person you want to be with, the type of person you want to avoid, if you, that wasn't clear enough from the last relationship. Um, but yeah, but getting, getting into actually finding someone to go on those dates with and to get to know is one of the most like trivial things I've ever gone through. And I feel like you can relate to this. Um, even though you haven't like started going on dates and stuff yet, just thinking about it is stressful. (laughs) Yeah. So with that being said, over the past month, I've been a little more on the heavy minded side of, okay, I'm going to start dating again. It's getting to that point. I feel like I'm ready. 
And then something happens every single time, every single time. And it's just like, well, never mind. And to be honest, I'm at this point right now of I've started thinking about it a little bit more over the past week. But let's say I start dating a single mom. Let's say, you know, I'm a big part of her kids' lives now. That doesn't mean my daughter and her mom and, you know, that whole situation is always going to be here. So they may get up and move one, you know, across the United keep picking up this woman's kids and us moving to follow my own kid. Like, is that right? Should I be doing that? And I've thought about that a lot more over the past couple of weeks. And now I'm kind of like, uh, maybe I won't date. Like, I, cause I don't have a solution. I don't have an answer and I don't want to put someone else or their kids in a situation of where they're just following me around so I can follow my daughter around. Yeah. So I feel like that's one of the things that um, you definitely like should think about. But at the same time, it really depends on if you, whenever you're going back into dating, if you're looking for something casual or if you're looking for something long-term, because if you're just like, like just trying to get into it to kind of go on a date and see like how it, how it feels, how it goes versus like dating to marry right now. I feel like it really changes the the type of person you would date, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see myself casually dating. Like, coming out of a divorce, I probably will try to casually date just to get back into it. Yeah. But before this and before my marriage, I was never one to casually date. I had two serious girlfriends my whole life. I married the second one. Um, so, I mean, I it's just not the type of the guy I am like I'm, I'm not one to run around I hate hookup culture I think that's absolutely ridiculous it's pretty disgusting it's even worse when you live in these little small towns and it's almost like everyone's sleeping with everyone and it's just it's really weird and I that does not make me feel very good about myself like for whatever reason I yeah I don't know I'm more so I want to date to marry or date for the long-term goal of it so if I go get into another relationship Tomorrow, the biggest thing is going to be, can I see myself having a future with this person six years from now, 10 years from now, we're actually married or not? So do you feel like since it's been a while since your divorce, do you feel like you kind of have an idea of what you do or do not want in a person? Or do you feel like you're still figuring that out a little bit? I know what I do not want. Okay. <laughs> I don't know exactly what I do want. I mean, I have little, I guess, things I've picked up on, personality traits and other things I would like to see the next person have. Um, like tattoos and brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> you got to yeah, like, like, understand that one. <laughs> the tattoo brunettes, the, the videos keep blowing up on. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't care about hair color. I mean, tattoos, like, yeah, tattoos are like physically attractive to me hair color i really don't care to be honest um it's just funny superior though i'm just gonna say that because i feel like most people for my entire life have talked about how like blondes are like top tier and i think they're great i think they're hot but (laughs) it's about time for people to start appreciating brunettes okay (laughs) i wasn't gonna be the one to say it i'll let you do it so (laughs) oh god but yeah i feel like uh when it comes to figuring out what you do or do not want in a person, it's, I don't think that ever ends. If that makes any sense. Um, I 
also feel like the whole working on yourself part, like figuring out what you do or do not like about yourself in a relationship also never ends. Um, if you're a decent person that wants change. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. Whenever I first started dating, I was so used to living with someone. Like I lived with my ex for like four, almost four and a half years, I think, um, before we broke up. And then I went to living alone for the first time ever. And there were things about myself I did not realize were red flags or issues until I was living alone. I was like, I really depended on this boy to do way more than he probably should have. And like, I didn't realize like what I even enjoyed doing because all I did in my free time was hang out with him. And I was like, "Mm, if I were a guy, I would not want to date a girl who did not have like hobbies or did not know like what kind of you know sport she likes to watch or like if she's good at tennis or not and things like that like simple things that you don't really think about until you're in a simple Simple. situation where it's like hmm I really don't know if that's something I'd enjoy or not because I haven't done anything with myself other than work or school for the last like five years um but yeah, it's it's definitely an ongoing thing, learning yourself and figuring out like what you want to present yourself as to other people. Yeah, absolutely. It's good that you actually notice that too and that you notice, hey, I have a red flag. I may want to fix this because it's not too attractive and it's probably not too healthy either. It, a lot of people aren't taking time to realize that. And so that's exactly what I did. I, I know I have red flags. I'm not perfect by any means. And it's something I kind of look in a mirror at every single day. And the big part of all this is looking at how I conduct myself to other people, whether it's TikTok or the podcast or just any person on any given day, because I have to be a role model to my daughter. So I, I have to watch myself every single day and notice my bad habits, my red flags. Right. So uh, speaking of red flags, give us one. I just want to hear it. I just I just gave y'all like two or three of mine. One of my red flags or or a red flag? Yours. Ooh. Let's get some Ooh. self-awareness going on in here. Ooh. Um, would rather go to the gym than talk about his feelings. Word. You're literally always there. <laughs> yeah. If you watch all my, his lives are in the gym. Always there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't think that's a an unhealthy habit unless you just absolutely don't talk about your feelings at all. Yeah, I've gotten better about talking about my feelings. Um, more so for me, going to the gym is just about keeping myself busy so I don't have to just sit and think all day long about what life, you know, what happened today or what's happened over the past two years, all the divorce stuff. Um, it doesn't go away. You still think about it every single day. Um, so my red flag there is um, definitely just I, I don't want to sit with alone with my own thoughts. So I just go to the gym and stay occupied. Okay, that's a good one. It's relatable too. Okay, so now I kind of want to talk about um, basically whenever you get back into dating, like you got to reach out to somebody or respond to someone who reaches out to you. And according to you on TikTok, you're not very good at that yet. So we're going to, we're going to talk about it. 
I'm going to give you some really bad advice and some hopefully good advice at the same time. I'll, I'll differentiate between the two, of course, but. Okay, let's hear it. All right. So I went on Instagram and posted a story asking people about like how they how they get their shot and also some like terrible examples of that. And you did too. And so yeah. I think it's interesting because, well, he hasn't read the ones I've gotten and I've barely like glanced at his, but all of his are from women and all of mine are from men. <laughs> and let me just tell you all the women, what they want is the complete opposite of what most of what the guys have said. It really just, I feel like a lot of it really depends on your sense of humor. And if you like how seriously you take um, yourself, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I have some decent ones on here. So do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Okay. You, you can start off. Let's see what you got. I'll see if I can find a better one to talk yours. Okay. This is one um, I posted on the little Instagram thing where it was like, like where you can, the people you follow and the people that follow you can kind of see your little message of the day. And I said, DM me your best pickup lines. It's for the podcast. And um, someone said, you got an ass like an onion. It makes me want to cry. And that <laughs> would honestly make me respond because it's funny. But I don't see it working well with everyone. <laughs> no, that's the thing is like some girls and guys are really going to find that funny attractive all that then there's going to be a whole other section of people who are like that's kind of insulting like you know what I mean I feel like a lot of girls like funny guys but do they really like I feel like a lot of girls complain whenever the guys yeah they're dating like jokes way too much later on but it'll bring you in but will it keep you yeah, that's why I'm straight up with girls. Like, I'm not funny whatsoever. I'm funny looking. There is a complete difference there. But do not expect any humor from me. If you find one, it's like once in a blue moon, you will probably never again. I've actually had guys get really mad at me. I'm talking pissed because I joke so much. Um, but my humor does get a little dark and it's also kind of dry. So I have to like explain it sometimes because they'll think I'm being an ass, but I'm not intentionally being one. I'm just like, you know, you can't really get dry humor through text as well as you can in person. Yeah. And those personality types are usually two different types of people. And that's probably not going to work in a relationship. Mm -mm. Yeah, I know. This one guy told me I was a walking red flag factory because all I did was joke all the time. A factory. Yeah, that's the first time I've heard that one. Yeah, I mean, don't don't date military people. <laughs> no offense to military people, but offense to like specific few. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, whenever I heard that one, I was like, oh, <laughs> that got me. Um, but yeah, okay. So we got the humor thing down. Let's let's hear what someone on your side said. Okay, so someone actually said confidence, even if you're faking it. Yes, that's me. That's me to a T. If I go up and try to talk to a girl or whatever, you better believe I have on my best poker face. I can't play poker to save my life. <laughs> and I'm going to do my best to actually convince them I have confidence when I actually do not. I'm just shivering like a baby in a, a pair of gym shoes right there. So it's probably at the gym where we find them. <laughs> Honestly, I love that. Like fake it till you make it. 
that I'm a big believer in that. My mom actually got on to me one day because I was looking in the mirror and I was telling her, I was like, damn, like I'm hot. She was like, see, this is why you don't have a boyfriend. You're so vain. I was like, mom, I don't actually think I'm hot. I just want myself to think I'm hot. So I'm going to keep repeating it until I believe it. <laughs> so you got to fake it till you make it. <laughs> um, This one is like, I can tell just because of what it says that like, I probably wouldn't respond but I would appreciate it enough to screenshot it and send it to my best friend. It's what yeah. it does. Um, he said, you remind me of my shower. I said, why? He said, cause I'm going to cry when I'm inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good, but so bad. Yeah. Yeah. These, <laughs> Oh my Lord. My response was, Oh my goodness. Amazing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. man. see how it's already so different you've only read yeah. one of yours okay. every single one of mine's like that it's i mean remind you these are all women and every single one of them saying the same thing no one's saying comedy no one but it's so it's important it's important to hear yours too even if a lot of them sound the same it kind of proves that that really is like what a lot of women want. They want sincerity. They want honesty. They want sweet. And that's kind of like what yours mostly are, I feel like. Yeah. Okay, let's hear another one. Oh, yeah. It was um, saying they walk up to someone, they give a simple compliment to see how they react. I like your shoes. I like your shirt. I like your sweatshirt. Does the person like brush it off and walk away? You know, oh, cool, thanks. And then walk away or do they sit there and try to hold a conversation with them? That's a really good one, especially if you meet somebody in person. I actually asked, um, I thought it would be a good idea to ask on Instagram how many people prefer to be hit on or whatever online versus in person. And 77 people said in person and five people said online. And it's funny because the people who voted like online, like a few of them I know like just online, I've never seen them in person. <laughs> so it made total sense. Um, but yeah. So apparently people really like to be hit on in person versus online, which I feel like kind of same because it's kind of like a confidence booster. It's like, yeah. imagine if you're not feeling that hot that day and then someone comes up and like tries to start a conversation with you and like you have a vibe going. It's like, oh, like you automatically have a confidence booster like while you're talking to them. And I feel like that that definitely helps sell the whole confidence, fake it till you make it thing in person. Absolutely. But yeah, um. I feel bad like saying most of these because they're so bad like you're like oh yeah like give someone a compliment and I'm like <laughs> like this next one I feel bad saying this word on here and my mom's gonna listen to this and she's gonna get on to me later <laughs> but I mean it's okay it says fuck me if I'm wrong but dinosaurs still exist right <laughs> Oh my lord. That's great. That's great. Oh, that's rated R, but that's great. Yep. So one of my friends yeah. said that one. So <laughs> you better listen to this podcast and message me. So if you're the friend that sent that to me, you better listen to this podcast because I'll know if you didn't. Because I just read that out loud for everyone to hear. Okay. Now, now your mom's going to be like, which one of your friends was that? Huh? <laughs> she ain't finding out. <laughs> Sorry, Teresa. 
<laughs> she's downstairs right now, so I really hope she can't hear all this. <laughs> oh God. Okay, let's hear here's some other good ones from you. Maybe let's one. focus on yours for a little bit. <laughs> okay, so here's a good one. And this goes in line with, you know, my videos about single moms and how to find a single mom and stuff like that. This person said, you stay at home and wait for them to break inside. <laughs> Word. Speaking I have of heard that in, so why is my apartment telling me someone to lock my door? <laughs> uh, like, it literally says that. It says, front door at Donami's apartment was automatically locked back. Like, <laughs> I haven't been That's home like, in hours. As a guy, like, do you appreciate when people send you, like, funny first liners or what do you go for um you get hit on a ton especially since tiktok so like <laughs> i'm being bashful right now you're like me who <laughs> so yeah i get hit on a fair bit i guess um online in person i don't which i'm also pretty ignorant to when people are you know trying to hit on me in person most men yeah um sometimes someone will smile at me a, a way and i'm like are you flirting with me right now i'm like huh this is weird i'm gonna like, go over hey, on the other side of the room so like hey will you smile again real quick i'm just trying to like differentiate between you know <laughs> this kind of that kind <laughs> i'm that but, type of person i 100 percent make things awkward it usually works out in my favor because people think I'm not actually that awkward and then they're around me for a little bit and realize, no, like, that was foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty ignorant, I guess, when it comes to people hitting on me. Like, I'm, I'm completely clueless when it comes to it. So, unless they're straightforward in a DM on Instagram, then I'm like, I see what you're trying to do. Which is tough because it's like, how forward is too forward, you know? Yeah. Because I, so whenever I first got single and I was trying to reach out to folks, like trying to figure out what worked or, and what didn't, I was like, you know what? Let me reach out to these, like, like you, like TikTok people that I know I will never meet in my life, kind of as a confidence booster for myself and just see like w how they respond to it. And uh, I, this one guy, I don't, I think I asked him where he was from. Oh yeah, I was like, so where are you from? And he told me, and I was like, oh, he was like, why? And I was like, oh, okay. I was just trying to see if like you're hotter in person. And he was like, you're literally on meth. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but he followed me back, and he still swipes up on my stories. So, I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> I don't, I don't know either. But I, I learned that 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 line wasn't going to be a good one, and so I haven't used it since. It's a, it's a learning, it's a learning curve for sure. Oh man, that reminds me. Um, there a couple couple months ago, I I vaguely told this story, but no one actually has the full story on it. So, anyways, I posted a story on Instagram, and it was I don't remember what it was exactly, but anyways, it was one of them where girls were, um, like asking me out on dates and stuff like that, and it, that was the common answer. I'm not sure how how this person found it. So they don't follow me. A Playboy bunny found. <laughs> I'm, <sorry. laughs> 
I swear to God, I swear to God, a Playboy bunny reacted to the story and sent me a DM with a bunch of like hard eye emojis. I have a screenshot of it on my phone <laughs> and I swear I'm getting it put up on like this poster and it's getting plastered on my wall. That is the greatest compliment <laughs> I've ever had. Like, ladies, if you're trying to hit on some guy, just send him a couple of emojis. It was that simple. That popped up on my phone and I was like, what? Did you respond? Uh, or were you just like in shock? A little bit of both. I mean, I didn't DM her, saying, but I responded to her story thing because it was one of the ask me a question that I always do. Okay. And I reposted her comment and I was like, listen, I don't know how you found my profile. I don't know what made you comment that, but thank you because you just made my entire life. That was absolutely insane. <laughs> and now I can one up any other guy I ever talked to, unless, you know, it's some famous TikToker. Yeah. Any of my friends, anyone, I'm like, but have you had a Playboy bunny message you? That's and give you the hard eyes. And That's... the hard eyes. That's pretty dope. <laughs> Wow. I think my biggest flex is uh, I dated the guitarist from my favorite band. Who's your favorite band? Um, <laughs> Miranda Lambert. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. I uh, Oh, this is a way of me shooting my shot. This is perfect for this episode, actually. And if, if he's listening, um, hi. <laughs> We're still <laughs> friends. Uh, but yeah, so I was at this country music festival um that I actually work at now <laughs> but I wasn't working at the time um and well actually I was covering the event and so I was in the very front row whenever Miranda Lambert came on and I literally looked at my friend Dexter and I was like I'm getting this guy's number before I leave he was like okay he was like I'll help you but like okay and uh so the concert's going on i'm making eye contact with the guy he's right in front of me because of like where he's set up on the stage and like we made eye contact during this one song and i was like oh we had a moment okay i'm aware and part of me was like thinking this is never gonna happen it's just funny and so i was messing with my friends about it well then at the end of the show he like leans off stage to hand me a guitar pick instead of like throw it and so i held up my phone and i had my number like typed out on my snapchat like big and uh he was like i don't have my phone i can't type it so i threw my phone on stage and got his number okay, that is a for like a few months that is an absolute flex I, yeah. I wish i had that confidence i wish i knew when i had a moment with someone I wish <laughs> I on stage basically you stare at them until they notice or call the cops <laughs> <laughs> that works for me <laughs> oh man that's awesome yeah, it, it Miranda Lambert literally said I was quote badass. So that's my that's my uh cool life moment, you know, similar to yours, a little different. A little but different, yeah. It still it still hit my heart in the same way. <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh I feel like whenever you hit on someone in person. I feel like that's a good thing to talk about because like I've had people hit on me in person that like I'm friends with and I feel like it's just friends, friend vibes. And then they totally throw a curveball, and then I'm like stuck. I'm like, 
Um, I don't know how to respond right now because I just didn't think about it until this moment. And then I've had people where I've given them hints and hints and hints. And then one day they like shoot their shot. And I'm like, you do realize I've been into you for a year. Right. And they're like, what? So I feel like it's, it's really hard to figure out if someone like, like when you should shoot your shot with someone that you already know in person, um, because they're either going to get it like right off the bat or they're absolutely not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have too many scenarios of getting hit on in person and stuff like that. There's been a few people I've went on like first dates with and then it's never went farther than that. But I'm pretty ignorant when it comes to some of that stuff. Yeah. I feel that. Also, you know, being the shy guy doesn't help either. So I love shy guys. Seriously. Like I, so I, one of my best guy friends, he's asked me for dating advice before. And I'm like, you know what? Like he, he thinks he's too shy. And I'm like, dude, like you're not, but like, you got to find some moments to speak up. Like you can't be shy 24 seven, you know, you can be a shy guy with confidence, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Leads me to one of these messages I got um, for the pickup line thing. Uh, Somebody said, oh, I said, how do you shoot your shot with someone? They said, I think about them. If they don't notice, then it's their loss. (laughs) That's so, that's so me. He's a straight shooter. Give me that. Right. No, that's me half the time. The other half of the time, I think, I'm very blunt and I'll just say like if I'm interested in someone I'll make it known very early on then I can figure out if they're interested in me or not and then I can like you know not think about it again yeah see I don't even know right now I'm still in the phase of how do I know if I'm interested in someone or not like am I just interested in them physically like attractive or is it their personality like Yeah, I feel like that's a tough one, especially when it comes to, like, dating apps. I don't know if you've ever been on them or if you plan on getting on them. I will say it does help with the podcast views. So shout out to my homies on Bumble. (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually genuinely appreciate it, but it is funny. It is ironic. Um, You know, it's like a dating, sort of dating podcast. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like... uh, those are really hit or miss mostly miss because like the people on there it's just validation mostly it's like oh they slide right on me that means that they think I'm pretty but like do they want to get to know you you don't know because usually people swipe right and then no one will even have a conversation or if they do it's like how's your day going and then you don't respond for a few days because you forgot and then you're like hmm how was my day going and then that's just how dating apps go. It's either that or you meet up with somebody and hook up, which is what people use Tinder for, basically. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't see myself using dating apps. It's too, I, I've referred to it every single time because I get asked about that all the time on the lives and the TikTok questions and stuff like that. And I refer to it every single time as a public toilet. That's what it is. It's nasty. It's disgusting. I mean, and I personally, I haven't heard one success story off of there. It's all just 
horror stories, like scary movies straight out of the theater. Like it's horrible. So I'll, I'll take a pass on that and I'll just trust that I'll run into whoever's meant to be at the grocery store or at the gym or whatever. But like the bar or dating apps or like the gym, I feel like those are the only options to find people these days. Yeah. Ever. I don't know. I didn't start looking ever until three, almost three years ago. So going to Walmart or Target or anything like that, I have never been in a situation where I've went up and approached someone and given out my number or asked them for their number. I, I did meet someone at my job. I don't, I don't talk about my job. You know what my job is. Ooh. That's yeah. yeah. So that's, I did meet someone at my job once, but I actually kind of knew that person beforehand, not too great, but that's the first time I ever approached someone. And um, yeah, so there's that. The other instance was I used to date this girl and she was a an LPN or a nurse or something like that. And my mom actually met her in the hospital and she's like, you would make a great match for my son. You know, this is his picture. The girl literally, literally followed me on Twitter, went back in the day when I had a Twitter. And that's the only two times I have ever, you know, really dated anyone. But that was the interactions I've had to get to that relationship point, I guess. <laughs> love that. Don't you just love when parents kind of intervene and they're like, hey, like, it's really depressing over here. Don't tell them I said that. But like will you try to fix that for me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, she did a, she did a, a decent job, I guess. <laughs> I'll give her that. My mom, she literally found this guy that I went to high school with on Facebook today and was like, Donnie, why don't you date him? And I literally looked at her and I was like, do you really want your grandkids to look like half of him and half of me? <laughs> like answer that before you try to set me up with someone no offense he's not even ugly or anything it's just like like do you really see that happening do you think it would be a good fit probably not I'm gonna go with not but it's mostly because I just if I was interested in someone I went to high school with then I probably would have reached out to them in high school but then again I don't know because everybody thought I was ugly in high school and then now they like hit me up yeah I've tried the whole high school love story thing it's it's not it's all cracked up to me um i i think next if i can pick this you know however and pick how my story ends i hope i meet someone from 20 states away and then they move here that would be nice so i can still be close to my daughter and um then no one knows them they don't know anyone else and then like i just get to build like a whole new life around that i think that'd be pretty cool Okay, so here's one. Someone said, at the gym, I've walked up to someone I see all the time and say, hey, weird, are you single? Why doesn't that ever happen to me? See, we have two completely different responses. You're like, oh, like, that would be great. And I'm like, oh, like, I don't know how I'd take that. So if somebody came up to you and said that, like, what would you think? What would I think? Yeah. Um... Honestly, it would depend because I have like two different moods when I go in the gym. You know, usually if I have my hoodie up and a ball cap on or something pulled down, like I'm usually like do not disturb mode. Like I just don't want to talk to just leave me alone. Um, but if I'm like, you know, just kind of laughing, goofing off with one of my 
friends. Perfect time. Perfect time. Yeah. Or I'm just, you know, they're chilling out, dancing to music while I'm lifting weights. Also, great time. A vibe. A vibe. Completely. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think I think mine's a little different because I get nervous whenever I'm in the gym. Like, I really don't want people watching me work out. So if I notice that someone's noticed me, I'm automatically going to panic. Nice. I saw one of my friends at the gym the other day, and I know he's not going to listen to this, so it's going to be really funny. I'm going to tell him that he's in it. Um, I saw him in the av glutes room. I walked in, saw him, made eye contact, did a UE, and decided to do arms instead. Because I did <laughs> not want to be in the same room as someone I knew, because I knew that they, like, glance over at me, and I didn't want that. And then I ended up, like, I started doing arms, and I was like, man, like, I really wanted to do abs today, though. So, like, then I ended up going back over there and then he left and then he turned around and came back in. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> I just have to get over myself. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think it's just, it really depends on if you're used to go into the gym and if you're confident in there too, like if you want someone to come up to you. Yeah. Well, I, see, I think that would be a cool thing, but also, you know, from my lives I do before I go into the gym, people see me contemplating there. I'm like, there's one other person in the gym right now. Please just leave so I can go in there and lift weights by myself. That's all I want. That's all I want. I'm jealous of the fact that you have that opportunity to go into the gym and no one be in there. It's yeah. like a franchise type gym or a small one. No. So I used to go to planet fitness and then that actually, whenever I started going there, um, like no one was going and it progressively started getting more packed and packed to the point of where I would wait at 11 o'clock at night to go to the gym and there were still 30 cars out in the parking lot for our small little town, which is just ridiculous. So I started going up to this um, smaller gym. Um, it's like privately owned. Um, it's more expensive, but there's an app on my phone that lets me scan in and get in 24 hours a day. And um, no one's ever there after like nine o'clock. That's awesome. I tried yeah. to go late the other night and it was packed. And there are a lot of like bodybuilders and like meathead stuff at my gym. And so every time I walk in, I'm like, here I am with like a recovering leg, <laughs> like wobbling in there. And I'm like, please don't look at me. <laughs> like you could bench press three and a half of me. I'm just, <laughs> I just know it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I feel I, I did go on a gym date recently and that, was like mind-boggling to me that I even said yes to the guy that date went well the rest is a whole different story but <laughs> that specific date went well and I was shocked because I met the guy at a bar the night before and I was like why are we getting along so well like he literally asked me that night if I want to go to the gym with him the next day and I was like hell yeah and then the next day I wasn't bringing it up like I was going to see if he did. And then he texted me. I was like, Hey, I'm going at four. Do you still want to go? And I'm like, sure. So I went and like, I had a great time, honestly. So, I mean, I would do it again. I love how I say that, even though I was like, I hate when people watch me work out. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it, it was different because like this guy used to do like bodybuilding stuff. And so he was also helping me like giving me advice. And so I was more focused on like actually learning and getting to know the guy. And he was basically a stranger to me at that point. So like, if he didn't like me, who cares? Um, 
But yeah, it went really well. I would totally do another gym date. Like if somebody asked me, I'd be like, for sure. Plus it's a public place, you know, to meet somebody. Um, if it doesn't go well, do you know what time of day they want to go to the gym and you can avoid it? That's, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a girl I used to date, um, we used to go to the gym pretty frequently together. Um, and then we would usually counteract that by going to get like McDonald's or something afterwards. Completely, you know, it wasn't doing anything whatsoever, but um, it was fun. It was fun. I'd, we would go and do the, uh, the Stairmaster. Um, I was actually cutting weight during that time to be go to a Spartan race. And um, that was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. Other than that, no, I've never done an actual like gym date. Like, come on, let's go hang out and do this. I, there was always a point. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I feel like trying to figure out what to do with someone whenever you're shooting your shot with somebody too is like a good thing to talk about because like whenever – I know some people whenever they message me or whenever I've messaged them, I'd be like, so do you – like they'd be like, so do you want to go get a drink sometime or do you want to go get dinner or this or that? I feel like those are like the two things that are like the default answers. And if someone asks me to dinner, it's not a turnoff, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to awkwardly sit in front of someone that I don't know at dinner, you know, like that. I feel like that's a good, like second date, maybe third type of thing to do for me personally. But, um, and the drinks thing, like part of me is like, well, if you have to, like drink to like chill out to talk to me it's like eh. but then maybe they're just like oh well one drink you're not having to commit to more than one drink you know like so it's a good chill public place type thing to meet up at but like I feel like that's what everyone defaults to like why do people not go on fun cool dates anymore like I was about to say hiking but I don't recommend going hiking on a first date actually yeah so that's we were talking about red flags. That's an automatic red flag for me. If someone says, do you want to go out for drinks? Personally, I don't drink. There's a couple different reasons for that, but it's just, I don't want that in my life. I don't, it's, I don't really have a problem. Like if we go out to eat, you have a margarita, something like that. No big deal. But to actually go sit at a bar, it's not my thing. It's never been my thing. I've been in that situation a few times. I have never enjoyed it. Um, I've been run, ready to run out of there at any given point. Um, but anytime anyone has ever said, Hey, do you want to go get a drink? I'm like, next. So it's not a red flag that they do drink is that that's their go-to. It's like, yes. okay. Yeah. yeah. I get that. I, I don't really, I mean, it seems like an easy thing to do. Like, Oh, let me buy one drink. That's $10 that may or may not be wasted, whatever. Um, but like, I like when people put in effort, like the coolest date I've ever went on. Probably I told this guy I was afraid of heights. And so he was like, oh, surprise, we're going to this hot air balloon festival. And I was about to shit my pants. <laughs> and it was, it was an amazing date just because like it was thrilling and it was like creative. Did I want to go? Fuck no. I did not. That was scary. I'm terrified of heights, but it was creative. That's awesome. So I think people need to put in more effort. Like 
ask me if I want to go skydiving or something. Like, give me a little heart attack before you break it. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone's go-to is, like you said, let's go get a drink. Let's go out to eat. Let's go to the movies. I think the movies are like the worst first date you could ever have because you're not getting to know that person maybe for like 20 minutes before the movie starts, but you're not talking during the movie. Like you're not doing anything. So I think that's like the worst first date you could ever have. It really is. My first date ever was to the movies and I was 16 and I had to have a chaperone. And um, like, I didn't even really want to go on the date, but at the same time I said, yes. And I don't know why. And my cousin was like, oh, let me give her some time to hang out with him by by themselves. So she like walks into the lobby of the movie theater and is talking to one of her friends that works there. And my ass was like following her out. Like five <laughs> minutes later, I was like, oh, I'm going to go like see where my cousin is. So I walk out and go and I'm standing there talking to her. And after a good probably 10, 15 minutes, she's like, wait, where's the boy? <laughs> <laughs> I left him in here in there by himself because I was just too awkward to go on a date. Like I could not sit there next to someone in silence like that. And it was the worst possible movie. It was the Sandra Bullock Galaxy movie thing. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I think so. It's it's quiet. Yeah. Very quiet. Mm. So quiet yeah. that he could lean over and say, Can I hold your hand? And I was like, <laughs> Sure. And that was right before I walked into the lobby to find my cousin. Oh like, my God. We're not sitting in silence. I'm not a quiet girl anyway. Yeah. Like, let's go somewhere where we could talk. Let's go somewhere where I don't have to sit awkwardly at a table. That type of thing. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually forgot about that till right now. <laughs> that was so long ago. See, I think one of the first or the best first dates I've went on um, was to the park just to go walk around the park. You talk to each other, get to know each other, all that. And I didn't even, I think I went on two dates with this girl and then I, it, it was done after that. Um, she wasn't one I actually dated or went out with for an extended period of time. We just hung out like twice, but that was like, I probably had the best first date with her. Mm -hmm. Was it because you got a chance to like actually talk and get to know each other? Or what what made it stand out to you? Um, yeah, I'm going to say because it was just a, uh, I don't know. It was just like the serenity of the moment, I guess. Just getting to walk around. You know, it was really pretty. It was like spring. Um, so everything was blooming. And just being able to walk around and talk to each other. And we had known each other. We used to go to church together um, when we were like little kids. Um, and we had went to school together on and off through the years. And um, it was just a really good, peaceful hour, hour and a half, whatever it was. And um, yeah, I've, I've never really had that experience with anyone else. Okay, cool. I'm a big fan of park dates too. Yeah. There are a ton in Birmingham too, which is cool. Very convenient. And there are always little coffee shops next to them, which okay. I'm also a big fan of. That's another thing. Ask somebody on a coffee date, like, not always the bar. That's another option. I don't know why people don't do that. Like brunch. Yeah. I will. I want to see what you pick at Waffle House. Like <laughs> that is so important to me. What someone's like go-to breakfast is. It's not a, it's not going to choose whether I like them or not, but it tells me a little bit about them. Yeah. 
I guess what are the like main things for like shooting your shot? How to not shoot your shot? Um, I I think the biggest takeaway here is going to be for the guys. It's if you look through, you know, I have a whole list here. Not a single one of them is saying, give me a dirty comment or something like that. You know, every one of them wants you to be sincere, ask how their day was. Hey, you're cute. Or, hey, I like your sweatshirt. Um, it's, it's just common courtesy and common respect. You're, when we say shoot your shot, we don't say, hey, give us your best pickup line that's the dirtiest thing you can think of. Um, most people just want respect. That's it. That's what it boils down to. Yes, agreed. And as far as the like comedy aspect of it goes, I I like when people are like sending funny like first liners. Just don't take it too far if you actually want to get to know the girl. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, that's completely wrong to do either. If you know the girl from, okay, let's say it's your friend's friend. You've been around her a few times. You know, she has a little bit, you know, of a, um, a dirtier mind to say, I guess, like she's a little bit more out there, um, open with, you know, how she talks and stuff like that. Maybe that pickup line is more suitable for her, but for like someone for you, maybe, maybe not someone who's more like shy, reserved, give them just common respect and courtesy, unless you actually know they would respect the pickup line. Yeah. Yeah, I've literally had friends try to set me up with people because they were like, hey, y'all have a similar sense of humor. Like, it it takes a little Instagram scroll or asking your friend about somebody if they know them just to figure out what their vibe is or just start out with, like you said, respect and then just see how the conversation goes. You'll figure it out from there. Absolutely. Yeah, but I honestly, thank you to everyone who sent in responses because I really enjoyed reading them. I know I didn't read a ton of them on here, but a lot of them were kind of the same things, you know, and I just didn't want to be redundant, but I appreciated reading them. Definitely brought my mood up, but please don't send those to someone you actually are interested in. (laughs) Definitely hilarious, but yeah, don't don't send them to someone you're actually genuinely interested in. Not at all. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I feel like that's kind of all, all I've got. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Okay. So TikTok is at Savage underscore Shepherd. Um, Instagram is at Savage underscore Shepherd V2. Um, And the podcast is called Emotionally Unavailable and it's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes. Check his podcast out. Reach out to us on Instagram. My username is Dawn on the rocks, D-O-N-N. And my personal is Donami Rose, D-O-N-N-A-M-Y-R-O-S-E. And it'll be in the description as well. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a great weekend. Be careful on the roads. Don't drink and drive. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Okay. Bye. See y'all later.